start with Clayton Safey. He's standing by an incredible Michigan insider, born and raised on the west side of the state. Mama Safey and her world-famous bubble pizza listens every day on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. How you doing, Clayton? I'm doing well. Happy Friday to you. Yeah, uh, another day, uh, more <laughs> twists and turns uh, in this Harbaugh, Connor Stallions, Big Ten commissioner meeting with President Ono reportedly today. Uh, the story isn't going away. Big Ten athletic directors led by Alan Haller from the prestigious Michigan State University that has nothing going on inside their athletic department. He's been one of the bigger voices along with Ohio State. Yeah, the unbiased love from opposing ADs are asking Harbaugh not to be a part of a teleconference. How about Rule and Nebraska and Walters at Purdue, Safey, all of these teams acting like you know what? Michigan beat up on us because they were cheating. It's pathetic. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you said it. Like, the, nobody's unbiased here. I mean, basically anybody who is speaking out, whether that's anonymously or Ryan Walters, Matt Rule going on the record, not going super far into detail with it, but kind of stating where they stand. I mean, they have something to gain from Michigan's loss, right? I mean, technically Nebraska is right in the mix of the Big Ten West race. I'm pretty sure everybody is at that point. And then Purdue is going to play Michigan on Saturday. Uh, But, you know, you look at Ohio State, uh, Penn State, you know, a lot of these other teams, Michigan State with Alan Haller making his case, which really was kind of bizarre, I thought, to me, trying to conflate last year's tunnel um, attacks by his his student-athletes to – this Michigan case, um, but they all have something to gain by, by Michigan going down for this or being punished for this. So basically where we're at is the NCAA is going to investigate this. It's going to take quite some time. Even when there are notice of allegations levied towards Michigan, they have 90 days to respond. If that were today, which you know you don't expect that by any means, the season would be over by the time the 90 day um, you know span is, is done. So, that's kind of where it stands there. But the only thing that, that is kind of the X factor is the Big Ten and what they may do uh, because they can act immediately under their sportsmanship policy, as we've talked about over the last few days. And it didn't seem like over the last week or so that was likely or even really much of a possibility. But the only thing that's really changed has been the level of outrage by these different coaches and athletic directors. And again, I understand that gathering their input is important, but the fact that, you know, they're taking so much stock into these people who don't really have all the facts or, you know, aren't really involved in the case, um, you know, just seems a little bit weird. So Tony Petiti, Big Ten Commissioner, meeting with Michigan President Santa Ono today, and uh, we'll kind of see what comes of that. But from what we've heard, Michigan's going to stand its ground and, and basically say, hey, it's, it's too early for you guys to act on anything, especially on Jim Harbaugh and suspending him, for example, because right now there's no reported evidence that – anything's linked to him. So, yeah, he's the head coach. He's responsible, but that's an NCAA rule, and that should come down the line if he gets some sort of punishment, I think, would be Michigan stance, and I think they have some ground to stand on there. Well, and I think Santa Ono and, and the commissioner was going to be, I think, in Ann Arbor for the Big Ten yeah. field hockey tournament, uh, which is yeah. completely sold out at the big house, so no tickets if you're trying to get in. Just watch it on the big jumbotron outside. I'm kidding. Uh, but the Big Ten commissioner – is going to, and, I, and this is where I kind of say if the Big Ten commissioner is going to act, 
he would do it before meeting with Ono. I think by meeting with Ono, he's going to try and maybe, hey, could you suspend him? Would you? Ono will sure. probably already, you know, has been advised by attorneys what to say, what not to say. Uh, this is how we're going to proceed. And and then he can tell the ADs, like, hey, I went to the president. I talked with him. Uh, we're going to address this when the season's over. Because here, here's what, when, when someone says, well, what do the ADs and opposing coaches have to gain? Remember, the ADs are the guys who hired these coaches. So you got, you know, Kirk Ferentz is under fire. You got Shiano is underachieving. You got Franklin, his fans are tired of nine and three. You got Ryan Day worried about losing three straight times, where I still believe at the end of the day, my opinion is that Ryan Day began this crusade to try and protect his job, knowing that a better Michigan football team will be at the big house to end the season than the one that whipped his ass in Columbus. So that's my opinion on that. Yeah. And, and, I, yeah, and, no. and I believe this, Clayton, that Ryan Walters talking about cheating instead of the game where he is the worst Purdue head football coach I've ever seen, my opinion. You got Rule, who was waxed by Michigan, who would rather, you know, again, it depends on what happens Michigan out of the mix just helps him, right? Uh, all these coaches and schools are recruiting against Michigan. They look at Michigan's TV ratings. They look at Michigan's dominance the last two years in the Big Ten. Let's be honest and real here that Michigan State, the perfect deflection off the Mel Tucker situation is to point at the cheating like their interim president did the week when this broke, like Alan Haller's doing right now, like he's on a soapbox. And meanwhile, you got that dumpster fire connected to Michigan State football, and you got Day worried about his job. That's what this story is about. Yeah, it, it seems, I mean, I'm not saying there's not something there to what Michigan did. And obviously, they already suspended Connor Stallions within hours after his name emerged as the person of interest. But you're right, that's completely separate to the outrage by these coaches and, and, and athletic directors. And, you know, the notion that their level of outrage somehow has any correlation to their level of justification in this is absurd to me. Um, and, and, you know, you just laid it out perfectly. I mean, you know, Ryan Walters, if you're speaking out before the game and saying, hey, these aren't allegations, well, that's categorically false. Obviously, they are allegations at this point. He's saying this stuff happened, whatever, we have evidence. Um, you know, and he's kind of pointing to whatever the NCAA has been presented with already, which is from a third party, which is where the story gets weird anyway. Uh, but, you know, then he goes and gets smashed, let's say, by 32 and a half points like Vegas is calling for uh, on Saturday night. Then maybe he doesn't look as bad in his eyes, right? He's hedging. He's two and six. If they lose this game, he doesn't have a chance to make a bowl game. So everybody's in their own situation, and they're kind of, you know, throwing this out there towards Michigan. So I agree to me. If you're Tony Petiti in the Big Ten, um, you know I understand why they listen to these guys. I understand that it's important for them to feel like that they're being heard, but it shouldn't really influence your decision making. And I don't, I don't think it will. You know, in my opinion, I think there's a chance something happens. Um, you know, there are two different options you can go with. There's either a standard punishment or a major punishment. Standard would be no more than two games uh, suspension for likely Jim Harbaugh, but potentially. You know anybody else that they deem, uh, you know that that they want to do that to, and then a major punishment would be basically no limit to it, but you would need support from the Big Ten presidents in a vote. Um, you know, based on the outrage here, maybe they have that support, but I think that would be pretty unprecedented and, and really huge. It would send a 
it would be a, another dangerous precedent here if you're the Big Ten and you decide, hey, somebody's accused of something, investigation is a couple weeks old, and we're going to act immediately and strip somebody and take them off the sidelines you know, right away. Let's say next year Ryan Day gets accused of tampering you know, in the transfer portal or you know, breaking a recruiting rule. That is, is the Big Ten, if they get enough outrage from the other coaches, going to pull them off the sideline in November? Um, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I think they got to look at the big picture, the broader context, and use common sense. To me, uh, the Big Ten Commish, Santa Ono, the Michigan president, uh, it's going to be about lawyers. And the NCAA hasn't been too successful uh, in courtrooms. Uh, hello, NIL. Hello, O'Bannon brothers. And if you try and take down Harbaugh without it, solid facts, without a precedent of punishment connected to this, that one or two games, I could see that. If Harbaugh, not as connected, but if Connor Stallions on his staff did this, I could see a two, three-game suspension. I really could. If he gets three games for the BS to start this season, I could see three to four-game suspension. Uh, What I read, and at least from some of these college football writers who seem to be on the NCAA slash Ohio State payroll or ESPN because they don't carry the Big Ten anymore, that the Big Ten uh, ADs, coaches, said they didn't want to punish those players at Michigan. Okay, so they didn't want to – because, you know, those players are connected to high-profile, you know, high school coaches. They don't want to hurt uh, the players, which means Harbaugh and Stallions, unless there are other confirmed coaches in on this – would be the likely targets. And if, if the evidence and investigation does show that Connor Stallions is connected to everything people are alleging, by rule, he is under Harbaugh, and Harbaugh will have to serve some sort of punishment, which would be that, you know, one to two game suspension that Ross Dellinger mentioned. And I could live with the suspension because he's got to be smarter than that. If, if the evidence, not allegations, not sources say, not other schools being the sources here, not other schools saying, oh, well, we got photos of tickets bought by um, Connor Stallions. Okay, th- th- this is another thing that I'll, I'm really confused right now. If there are these smoking guns, why is Connor Stallions still an employee of Michigan, suspended without pay and not fired? Someone explain that to me. Yeah, I think that speaks to the fact that they're right now are still in the phase of gathering that evidence. I mean, I think we know it's, it's pretty clear at this point he was overzealous and probably overstepped. Um, but there are still some lawyers who are saying with the specific NCAA bylaw that he's accused of breaking 1161 that people can look up um, technically him sending other people on his behalf. If they're not university personnel, that actually may not hold up where they could be considered in-person scouting. It actually may be, a loophole. Now, I think that was Connor Stallions on the CMU sideline. I know we talked about that the other day. How come um, nobody that, will confirm that, Clayton? Uh, I, again, all this, all this confirmation I'm looking for, why, why won't anybody at CMU, Michigan State, because it was their stadium, their security, yeah. and, 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 and Michigan, because Connor Stallions uh, works for them, suspended without pay right now, how hard is it to identify them? No, you're right. And I, but also, I think that, that alone, that CMU hasn't even confirmed that, even though they've said they've opened an investigation into whoever that was or however that person got on the sideline, 
speaks to just how early we are in all of this. The fact that he hasn't even been confirmed to be there and the Big Ten could somehow suspend Jim Harbaugh or, you know, levy some sort of other punishment towards Michigan, I think that that's where it gets pretty dicey if you're the Big Ten and pretty risky um, to, to do that so early in this process. So I, I think that's, you know, that's another reason why it would be quite early. And I agree with you. I mean, it's, I'd probably be the first one to say that Jim Harbaugh deserves some sort of punishment under that NCAA bylaw that says he's responsible for what happens in his program. And, but to me, that comes down the road. That's after everything is found out. That's after they say, okay, there was no link to Harbaugh, but he should be more responsible and make sure others are complying with NCAA rules, that sort of thing. I'd probably be the first one to say that, yeah, you should probably tack on a game or two to whatever suspension you know, he's going to get for you know, the other NCAA investigation if he has uh, a different punishment. So, but that's down the road to me. Taking immediate action without all the facts, like we said, even confirming that that is Connor Stallions on the CMU sideline would be, you know, pretty dangerous in my opinion. Clayton Safey is never dangerous. He just delivers the facts and opinions at the Wolverine.com. Joining us on the roast Umber uh, coffee guest line. So let's just say that the Big Ten commissioner, hypothetically speaking, Clayton, our final mm-hmm. part of this conversation, if he says, hey, I'm going to suspend him for two games. We're going to do that under the sportsmanship rule that the Big Ten commission can do. You're Santa Ono in Michigan. How do you respond? Well, I think first, you know, when you're meeting with him today, you you push back and, and really on all the facts. Hey, do you have proof of this? Do you have proof of that? Was this even a bylaw that was broken? If they do go that route, I think Michigan has, you know, based on talking to some different people, they have some ground to stand on when it comes to filing an injunction and that could buy them some time and actually keep Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. You take this to court um, because you feel like the big 10 doesn't have sufficient evidence or, you know, we're not far enough along in this case for them to really make this decision. And I do think honestly, part of their case would be the fact that a lot of the people pushing for this and pressuring the big 10 are competitors who are biased in their testimony here, as, as you pointed out at the top. So I think that's part of it. Um, but again, from what we have heard, not only the you know Michigan president, Santa Ono, but the regents and pretty much everybody over there on the Hill are aligned that uh, they're going to fight for Jim Harbaugh, that they're going to um, you know continue to say, hey, let's let this process play out. Don't make any rash decisions. Um, and we'll kind of see where it goes from there. Again, the Big Ten has power here, but I think Michigan does as well. And I think the Big Ten is willing to hear, hear their side of, of all of this at this point. And remember this, uh, the new commissioner came from the TV world. So he, yeah, under, he yeah. understands the power of Michigan. And that's why I think he, you've heard through uh, the butt kissers of college football, Ross Dellinger, Pete Thamel, Nicole Auerbach, and Bruce Feldman, and others. Stuart Mandel would be another clown in the car. Is that, um, that they're not going to punish the players or ban Michigan or vacate wins or do these yeah. things. Uh, which tells me if you're already hearing that, then there are no smoking guns that connect Harbaugh to this story. And then the Big Ten commissioner gets TV ratings. So if Michigan is playing as Harbaugh the TV draw, I don't think so. You know, to me, if you're Michigan, and this is where you get into really delicate territory, if he, if he the Big Ten commissioner, is going to push for a suspension, would you say we'll do one game? We'll suspend them tomorrow against Purdue, which is a horse manure game, right? That's, that's 
Yeah, no, that's a good point, too. I mean, if they say, hey, we're going to go ahead with this, you can kind of do what is very common and what Michigan did at the beginning of this season by self-imposing Jim Harbaugh. With the, you know, we can argue whether or not that was the right move, but that's common as well where it's like, hey, we'll do three games, not the four that you're suggesting or the five you're suggesting. And they could say, in this case, let's do one instead of the two you're suggesting. If we do it ourselves, it'll, it'll look better, um, that sort of thing. I could see that as a possibility, but I also think that right now, based on what we're hearing, the University of Michigan – has no reason to believe that Jim Harbaugh is linked to this right now at this point. Again, that could change and they don't want to impose something on their own, you know, admitting guilt before there's really guilt there. And I think they have Jim Harbaugh's back. So it's going to be really interesting to see all those different scenarios and and kind of how they play out. But I do think the one you just laid out, you know, should be a possibility if you're kind of looking at this from all different angles. The story is flat-out insane, and that's an understatement and not hyperbole. Uh, Clayton Safey, uh, Anthony Broom, Chris Ballas, Doug Skeen, the Wolverine.com crew, they're on top of this story. I'm also hearing uh, there could be some more news today beyond the commissioner meeting uh, with the president. We'll keep you posted on the HUGE show. Also, you can follow everything, Twitter, Facebook, online at the Wolverine.com. Clayton, appreciate your opinions. Uh, update and enjoy that Purdue game. By the way, uh, there is a football game where the focus has never been on a football game between the Mel Tucker story and this illegal scouting and Connor Stallions. There's never been any focus on a game all year, maybe outside of the season openers for both schools. With Ryan Walters uh, calling out Michigan, and I think Harbaugh missed an opportunity to put 70 on Michigan State. I hope he doesn't let up if he has the opportunity Saturday night. Yeah, assuming he's out there, and even if he's not, I agree. That's kind of in Jim Harbaugh's MO. And somebody posted it on our site earlier on our message board over at thewolverine.com. They said, I'm excited to see these post-game handshakes after the next four games. And I agree. Um, you know, I think it's time for you know Michigan against the world is what a lot of fans are saying. And I think Jim Harbaugh is probably going to take that same mentality and try to try to win and embarrass people while he does it. And I really don't blame him at this point based on what's out there. I don't think there's going to be handshakes. I really don't. I, I don't think if I'm Michigan as a team, I don't interact with the other team. I end the game, win or lose. And I head to the locker room because what these other schools are doing, uh, you've never seen it done before in college sports. It's a total gang up because Michigan is the good team. And they're trying to say Harbaugh is cheating. We don't even know what Connor Stallions has done and what's real and what's not. But all I'll say, Pete Thamel, if you get a chance, look him up and read his Manti Teo stories. How'd that yeah. play out, right? Right. Yeah, how'd that play out? Nicole Auerbach, watch her on NBC Saturday night. The worst uh, on any set I've ever seen. Big Ten there. Bruce Feldman, out of water on Fox. Stuart Mandel stinks. Oh, my God, Pete Thamel on game day. Give me more of McAfee. I got to get to a break, Clayton. <laughs> well, take care. Have a great weekend. I Appreciate will. Blood pressure's at 9,000 over 2,000. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we love you, Clayton. Back at you. Have yeah. a great one.